0: Welcome to another episode of Insects for Dummies. I'm your host, Mitchell Logan, and today we'll be talking about an insect many of you have probably seen before. Let's start with the name. Praying mantises got their name from the look of their front arms and how it suggests a prayer position. The scientific name for the European mantis is literally Mantis religiosa. But the only praying you'll see from this insect is when it's on the hunt for food. The praying mantis belongs to a family of insects called mantidae and are a carnivorous group that will prey on a variety of other insects, arachnids, lizards, and even birds. That's right, there have been documented cases of mantids eating birds from every continent except for Antarctica, but Antarctica has none. Most of these cases involved hummingbirds, but some include other small birds. Anything is fair game to a hungry mantis. If you have a bird feeder and see a big mantis on it, I would honestly recommend moving the mantis or turning it into a pet, because they can make a pretty addition to your home. Maybe you have a neighbor with a noisy canary that just won't shut up. And you can't be bothered to train your lazy good-for-nothing cat to do the job. Leave it to your new… What was that? It's Getting too dark. Alright, yeah. Anyway, I would not keep two or more because they will eat each other. The average lifespan for a praying mantis is one year in captivity but it actually varies depending on the size. Generally, larger mantises will outlive smaller ones by a span of months, which means females typically outlive the males due to their larger stature. Mantises belong to a group of insects that have incomplete metamorphosis. This means they do not have a larval or pupil stage of development. Instead, they go through several stages known as nymphs, with each one looking like a smaller, less complete version of its final form. Think Cell from Dragon Ball Z, but that's not their only similarity. Mantids are gifted hunters with strong predatory functions. You say it's like cockroaches. Mantids are also one of the only few types of insects able to rotate their head 180 degrees, and their vision is extremely accurate. They have stereo vision, with each eye containing a concentrated area of focal receptors, called a fovea. This can track prey with great precision. The praying mantis also contains a special defense mechanism in its thorax, which picks up ultrasounds. The thorax is the center body segment of all insects. Picture Tony Stark from Iron Man in this example except the core in his chest can sense ultrasonic sounds. And the enemy is Batman. Okay, excuse my cross-contamination of heroes, but seriously, the purpose of its defense mechanism is to warn a Mantis of incoming bat attacks. They even barrel roll to the ground as an escape, and in some cases will fight back with their strong forearms. That being said, Mantises are known to be very mindful and patient hunters. They don't go to battle like stag beetles, and instead prefer to stay as still as possible and only strike when success is visible. They are true masters of camouflage, and come in a ridiculous amount of colors and body types, resembling everything from fresh foliage to dying leaves and even flower petals. One of the most popular mantises is the orchid mantis which resembles the flower of a pink or white orchid. Most people will refer to all mantids as praying, but the reality is that praying mantises are only one small group, or genera, out of the much larger family, mantidae. Another misconception that I'm sure many people have heard is that all female mantids will bite the head off their male partners and eat them after or during sex, but this is not a guaranteed event. This is done if food is scarce and the female needs more nutrition to ensure the success of her offspring. It can also be advantageous to the male because once he's been decapitated, the success of fertilization is actually increased due to the relaxing of bodily functions. I've made mantises so far sound like the top of the food chain in the insect world, but these, like everything else, have their fair share of predators and parasites. One parasite in particular that is extremely interesting and terrifying is the hairworm. These worms live in water and start out incredibly small. They work their way up the food chain by being consumed by their hosts. In other words, there is no way for a mantis to avoid this parasite. Once the mantis is infected, the worm then takes over the body, leading it to water and causing it to swim or drown as the worm leaves its host. Of course, at this point, you must be wondering if these can infect humans too. And the answer is no, they cannot survive or mature in a human body, and definitely do not seek out humans as a potential host. Other more standard predators to the mantids include bats, birds, frogs, and lizards. The praying mantis is a well-known insect, and as you would expect, it comes with a great amount of lore from various countries. The Native Americans believe the praying mantis was a symbol of wealth and good fortune, and as a representation of life, death, and rebirth. It would be interesting if there were a reaper mantis, but no such species exists. Actually, in Egyptian folklore, the mantis was said to guide one to eternal life. And in France, it is believed that if you become lost, a praying mantis can point you home. Similarly, in Islamic cultures, the mantis is believed to guide pilgrims. I'm not really sure why this insect is considered a guide to so many, but perhaps it has to do with its patient and tactile way of life. At this point, If you don't hate mantises, you may be thinking that they're kind of cool, and you wouldn't be the only one. Mantises are one of the more popular and common insect pets for collectors and hobbyists, and fortunately, keeping one isn't very hard to do. All you need is a container, preferably twice as wide and three times as tall. You don't need a massive container, unless you plan to give it a lot of free-moving food to hunt. If you get a lot of flies or unwanted insects in your house or apartment, then having a pet mantis might actually be nice. One of my favorites is the ghost mantis. This comes from Africa and resembles a crumpled leaf to catch their prey off guard. If you live in the United States, you're probably most familiar with a species from China and Europe. Both of them were introduced, but only the European variety was purposeful. They thought this praying mantis might help reduce pest populations of gypsy moths, but with most biocontrol back in the day, it was ineffective. Many people view the mantis as a beneficial insect, but as you now know, they will eat anything they deem possible. There is only one species of mantis that is native to the US, and that is the Carolina mantis. You can find this one south of Jersey, into Florida. Thanks for listening to this episode of Insects for Dummies. Intro and outro music credit goes to myself. If you want to find some more chill music written by me, you can find it on all streaming platforms under Mitchell Logan. If you like this episode and or are enjoying the podcast, please rate and leave a review. It really helps the show. You can also check out the IG page at Insects for Dummies. That's Insects number four dummies. And I also take listener emails. So if you have a special insect you want to know more about or a question, you can drop an email at insectsfordummies at gmail.com. That's insects, F-O-R, dummies at gmail.com. See you next week.